I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is episode 48 on the Merry Biz podcast with Kate McKibben. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. we chat to a real hashtag girl boss. She used to work in women's magazines and online advertising and then decided to combine the two into the Drop Dead Gorgeous Daily blog back in 2007. She was able to blog full-time within a year, which is kind of cray-cray amazing, and she did that for a long time and then started the online course Secret Bloggers Business. Now, we are so super excited to chat with the ever-so-lovely Kate McKibben. Welcome to Mary Beers. Yay! Thanks, guys. We're so We're excited, excited to be here. Oh, we are so <laughs> excited to have you on the show because you're amazing and we love you and we've been huge fans of your stuff for, for many years. I think since we stumbled into the blogging world. Yeah, and then we caught up at Tropical Think yes. Tank and that was just super fun. Yes, loved it. <laughs> so, Kate, what has been on your agenda today? We love to, you know, see what everyone's days are like because as an entrepreneur, it's always different. Uh, today I've been um, yelling at my email host. That was fun oh, because no. they no no outbound emails were happening for me today or for the last oh. week. Apparently, I've been sending emails and they're just not getting anywhere. So oh. anyway, like the devastating. The, yeah, the joys of the internet. Um, so doing <laughs> that, and then also updating um, my sales pages because I'm about to kick off a um, next live round of my course in a couple of weeks. And yeah, just basically fiddling around and nerding out in my pajama pants today. No what need for makeup fun? today. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have makeup on today either. Do you have makeup on? No, no. makeup free day. Yay! Oh, I'm supposed to be doing like a Facebook livey thing later, and I'm just hoping I can wait till it's dark enough that people won't be able to tell. <laughs> that is so funny. I reckon just tell everyone, be like, look, there's no makeup. That's the joy of like working from home that some days you just don't need to put it on. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just like put on sunglasses and a wig or something. And just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're hilarious. So tell us a little bit more about your story. Like, so you were in magazines and online advertising and then you decided to create Drop Dead Gorgeous Daily, which is like amazing. You have a huge following and it's like you share amazing content. Like tell us your story and how everything kind of evolved. And now like where you are today and like why you sort of went on. Yeah, there's so many questions. Yeah, it's like, oh, just (laughs) just talk, just talk talk, and we'll just like jump in. (laughs) Okay, no worries. Um, Yeah, so... 
I started out um, in advertising. I thought that was what I wanted to do, and it absolutely bored the pants off me. Um, and I was because I'd always been a bit of a writer, and you know, I think a lot of people go through that thing. They like they think the career that they're in is meant to be like the right career, and then they get about twelve months in, and they go oh, this isn't as shiny and exciting as I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, so I thought, you know, I maybe might try dabbling, like a bit of freelance writing on the side just to sort of see how that went. And I pitched a story for a feature article around, and I was just really cheeky with it. I sent it to everybody. Like I sent it to like the editor of Vogue and I sent it to, like I sent it to the local, you know, newsletter kind of thing for the local council. Like I just sent it everywhere. I didn't care. And it got, um, picked up like no one responded apart from one person and it was the editor of um cosmo in the uk and they said yeah i know of all the people to write back like i was like oh that wasn't what i was expecting but yeah they said they loved the idea and they got me to write it and it was like the first article i'd ever written and i kind of got the bug after that i was like yep i think this is what i want to do i think i want to work in magazines so um i went and kind of yeah hustled my way into a job in magazines up in Sydney um to get that job though I sort of created this weird little online magazine thing this was kind of like before blogging and it was I made it in publisher (laughs) it was terrible yeah (laughs) because I just want needed like a way of showing them what I do so I did that and yeah it was was so ugly I've actually tried to find it since and it doesn't exist on the internet anymore thank god um (laughs) but so that ended up getting me a job in mags, which is awesome. And then I was like, again, I had that like, yes, this is the career that I want. And then I did it for about 12 months. and went, oh, yeah, no, still no, still yeah. not the right thing. Um, and by that point, I was actually an online editor for one of the magazines. And it was right when um, online shopping was kind of taking off in Australia, like yeah. Topshop Top had just announced they were delivering to Australia and oh. everyone lost their minds kind of thing. <laughs> And I thought, because the magazine was so much about, like, fashion and shopping, I'm like, well, how about we make the website just about online shopping because this is obviously, like, this is, like, a new cool thing. And everyone was a bit like, oh, Leah, I don't know if people, people don't really shop online. We don't know if we really want to make that a thing. <laughs> um, let's not focus on that. So I'm like, well, I kind of feel like it's there's something in this. Do you mind if I do it then? And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Go go have your little side project. All good. So, um yeah, I kind of like had the blessing sort of of my editor and boss and went off and started Drop Dead Gorgeous Daily on the side. And when I started it, it was actually just like almost like a buy of the day email, but like a bit cuter. Like it was just one really cool or pretty or something thing that you could buy online that delivered like internationally. So it didn't matter. You didn't have to be in Australia. You didn't have to be overseas. Um and it was just, you know, cute little quirky write-up and a link and I was using like affiliate links and stuff to kind of um, monetize. But, you know, yeah. that's just like sense. Like affiliate links has never been a big yeah. never been a big winner for for me. But, um, yeah, and then it was like kind of grew from there and it sort of got to a point where people, you know, most people were pretty comfortable with online shopping. So I kind of had to start expanding it out and then I got people helping me to write it and now I Eight years later, I pretty much don't write anything on it ever because I've just not so interested in fashion and shopping myself yeah. anymore. Like, you know, what you're kind of interested in at 25 and what you're interested in yeah. at 34. I think that's how old I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you forget these things when you're really busy. Um, yeah, it changes. So I've got like a great team who just kind of runs that for me and that's awesome. But then... Obviously, I was, like, getting that itch again that, you know, oh, I need to do something else. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a bit bored of this. And so nearly 
two, I think it was about two and a half years ago, I started Secret Bloggers Business. Um, and the reason I started it was I was like sitting down with a girlfriend who was a blogger and she had a bigger blog than mine and she was uh, blogging for longer than I had. And we were just talking about stuff and, you know, I was kind of giving her some suggestions of things. She's like, oh, I never thought of that. Oh, is that how you do this? And, like, she's actually like, writing notes. Wow. And I was like, I was like, doesn't everyone know this stuff? Like, mm. isn't this pretty? I just thought everyone knew the stuff that I'd kind of learned from working in advertising and working in mags and then, like, yeah. figuring my own kind of stuff out. And then, like, I asked a few other people and everyone's like, no, I never heard that before. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll put this into a course and yeah. at the time there didn't seem to be much else that was focusing specifically on like blogger monetization uh-huh, and stuff yeah. like I think there's quite a few now but back then it was all more about like finding your voice and how to you know mm. do SEO and stuff like that mm. which is great and all very useful but I was like no this is my thing yeah. I, I'm i the dollars lady so yeah I went and uh, launched that course and now like over a thousand people have gone through it and I've got like three other courses and it's just turned in this whole other thing which is awesome wow <laughs> That's so freaking cool. What are your other courses? I didn't even know this. Uh, well, I've got the Bloggers MBA, which oh, yeah. is kind of like my course. Um, and that's the one which is all about like figuring out who your, what your niche is, how to give them value, how to grow your traffic, how to – all the different ways of monetizing, which ones are going to work best for you, how to set them up, how to create your first e-product, and also how to work with brands. Like there's mm. just way too much information in there actually. <laughs> Um, and then I've got another one called Ready Set Blog, which is for people. It's more based at hobby bloggers, mm-hmm. like as in people who just want to kind of try this blogging out and they're not really sure. And it kind of goes through all the little bits and pieces that you need to know, like mm-hmm. you know how to resize images, how the legal stuff, like what you can can't talk about, um, how to use different social media. Like it's very intro, you know, gently, gently yeah. kind of thing. Whereas Bloggers MBA is a bit more like, all right, you're going to do all of these things and you're going to do them now, yeah. and then bit more sort of full-on but I think it gets people results and if that's what people are wanting then that's kind of like the better one for them and then I've also got blog to boss which is actually how to set up an online course or an ebook and it goes through the actual like the tech side of it as well as how to design it how to market it like how to create email funnels around it and all that stuff so that's so kind of like good. the awesome how cool is the internet like honestly <laughs> like I know <laughs> it's the best thing in the world it's yeah. I'm like I was thinking like that this the other day. If a zombie apocalypse happens and the internet goes away, I have no idea what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah, like honestly, like I Go just and live on an island yeah. where like you, money is like you don't even. Well, I guess like if the zombies come and like all that shit goes on, like I guess like our goals will be a little bit different. Yeah, like, yes. maybe not, <laughs> not not to get eaten, but not to get our faces <laughs> eaten. Maybe that's kind of gross. Um. Anyway, how did we get there? <laughs> the joys of the internet but isn't it cool how like you know we can have a voice online and we can turn that voice into a business it's pretty epic yeah it's like it's really amazing because back in the you know back in the good old days like because I remember growing up I always wanted to have my own magazine but it was you know because that was the only way really of you know being able to put your voice out there and talk about what you want to talk about or whatever and that was, you know, you had to have like hundreds of thousands of dollars behind you really mm. to do that well. And now you just log on to WordPress.org and, you know, I think, I'm pretty sure WordPress.org is still free and yeah. buys a $50 yeah. 
$50 theme and $20 for hosting for the year and bam, you're ready to go. So it's pretty pretty good. So Kate, like if someone was going to start a blog with the idea that they wanted to like actually turn it into a business one day, like what would be the, you know, the couple things that they should definitely have set up. Like for us, when we first started a blog, we weren't collecting email addresses. And that was like, bow, bow. like, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's definitely, there's a couple of things I think people kind of need to have, like just either know from the start or have like in mind from the start. Like, so you definitely need to know what your niche or niche uh, is. Oh. As in like, you need to know, um, who you're writing your, your blog for, like who you're creating the content for and how you can be useful to them mm-hmm. because um, unless it's so much e- – like there's people who want to do like the really broad category blogs mm-hmm. and it's just like, I want to write about pretty things. I'm like, well, that's definitely awesome and that can end up being a profitable blog but it's a lot harder. It takes a lot longer. If you want to – I'm more about the like let's get the results and get stuff moving yeah. quickly and if you want to do that, you need to be useful and you need to be able to – you know, because then – and the the end game is that that usefulness that usefulness sorry will get turned into like a service or products mm. or something like that. So um, and it doesn't like you don't have to be in there changing their lives completely. Mm. It could be something as simple as you're a mum and you're awesome at creating activities for your kids to do on mm. weekends. Like there's so many mums out there who would love a bit of help with that. Yeah. Or maybe you're amazing at, you know, organisation. So you can create some like guides and stuff for people like how to get organised. But you just need to know who you're like, mm. who is your target market and how can you help them. Second way is definitely, yeah, make building your list a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I think <laughs> not naughty, naughty Mary makers. No, <laughs> so many people put that on the later. Like it's yeah. like I'll get traffic first and then I'll do it. But yeah. actually... It's one of the best ways to sort of build that initial traffic. And if you're creating great content with someone in mind and giving them good value, then they're probably going to actually want to hear from you as well. So that's when you start getting, you know, doing your opt-ins and your content upgrades and stuff like that. Um, But my third thing is definitely have in mind from the start how you think you're going to monetize it. Mm. Um, Because if you're thinking you're wanting to do, you know, banner ads and working with advertisers, then you're going to go set up your blog, your blog, your blog very differently to if you're saying, okay, well, I'd like to create an ebook or I'd like mm. to do events or I'd like to be a speaker or I'd like to, mm. um, you know, I want to use this blog as a platform to get writing gigs and to make, you know, to get your own sort of message out there or to, you know, raise your platform and your, people's awareness of you. So you just yeah. kind of need to know from the start what your kind of end goal is and then that will make it a lot easier to set yeah. it up. Yeah. What about like um like for us and I'm sure for you, definitely for you, like thing like you change as a person. So obviously like your online profile changes too. Like how was it going from drop dead gorgeous to like where you are now? Like was that change like just like this like slow one that like, you know, was just like really like it felt fine or was it weird like to be like I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to concentrate my energy on that anymore I want to do something different like how did you handle all that um I think for me I'm such one of those one of those people who's like oh I've got an idea I'm just gonna go do that now so I don't think I actually spent that much time thinking about it (laughs) I think it's best not to sometimes because like (laughs) yeah that's when you like get that other voice being like you can't do it it's always the outside of person asking the question saying like how'd you go with that and we're like we didn't even know we did that because like people ask us that question all the time I'll ask Kate that question (laughs) but it it is kind of but it is kind of weird though because a lot of people know me 
from Drop Dead Gorgeous Daily and I kind of get asked about that stuff or people will say to me, oh, hey, I love that post that you guys did last week. I'm like, oh, did we do a post on that last week? <laughs> that is actually the best. I think that, do you know what's cool though? Is like you created a blog that like it has this really strong brand. Like even just like if you look on the Instagram, like it's got the colors, like the aqua and the white and that's really cool. But it's not like you, you're not the brand, which I think a lot of blogs like, the person is the brand like for us like we're the merrymaker sisters but like you created this thing where it was able you are able to then step away step away yeah i mean it's kind of like a double like that has its pros and cons though yeah. for sure because i think that people definitely engage more when it is more of a personalized yeah. brand like yeah. so like i found like the secret bloggers business mm. like my head is all over that thing you cannot yeah. get yes. away from me um which is quite confronting because that's not what i was sort of used to doing nice but head. it means yeah, you get, like, way more comments. People interact with you more. They kind of feel like they've got a bit more of a relationship yeah. with you versus if you are kind of going from that more magazine style. It's mm. a bit more standoffish and it's mm. – um, so, I mean, yes, it's good because it means you kind of remove yourself from it. It also means that it's possible to sell it later on if that's, like, your yeah. goal because – if it, you if it's you've built something up around your personal brand, you can't really sell it because it's you. Yeah. But it just again, it just kind of there's there's pros and cons to both. I yeah. think these days it's probably a bit easier to grow a, like a really good solid tribe if you do have a bit more of yourself in there. Yeah. But okay, yeah, that makes sense. What about like advertising? So like when you first started, like that was probably like a big thing that. Um, like helped you monetize your blog and like we've kind of seen a shift where like you know influence marketing was quite big when we first started too but now we don't really like doing it like so we didn't do much about it of it like how do you feel that that's kind of evolving yeah it's really it's quite funny there does seem to be a big shift around from it and a lot of it's being led as you said like from you know in influences which I hate that term but yeah. because because it's not it's like the least fun part of doing it yeah. is when it, you know, so you get like booked for a campaign you go oh do I have to and yeah. it, you know which is terrible way it's not good juju to put out to the universe exactly. that when it's you know money coming in and that's kind of how that's your bread and butter um but I think a lot of people are also finding not just that it's not that enjoyable but it's really not reliable like it's so mm. up and down and it's funny, like I've got quite a few blogging friends and we always seem to be at the opposite. Like someone will be having an amazing month and they've just like they're flat out with sponsored content mm. and then the other person will be like, I haven't had a campaign in three months. It's yeah, terrible. And then, and then you switch around and, um, yeah, there's definitely seems to be a bit of a move away from it, I think, from the people who've been blogging for a little bit longer. Because I think yeah. once you get in there, you realise actually this isn't what I signed up for. Like I, yeah. I've, you know, I left my creative job to start my blog thinking it would allow me to be really creative but in re in reality for the first three to four years I was an ad salesperson yeah. like that was my main job and I was like this isn't fun at all like yeah. yes it's making good money but I never wanted to be a salesperson that's totally. you know that sucks <laughs> I know and so that, true. I think that's exactly Such where and that's where we found ourselves we were like whoa like we quit our jobs like we took that leap of faith and now we've created work that we don't even like doing so it's like like, we realized that so super soon and we were just like, okay, let's do something else. Let's create cool stuff yeah. that people actually need and want. So that's, like, where I want to talk to you about, like, your courses and stuff because I think, like, what you're doing is amazing and so many people are learning so much epic stuff from you. Like, how do you decide what to package in a course? Yeah. Like, how do you decide, I don't know, what to give away and then what to put in the course and, God. 
Yeah, it's, it's really tricky because my kind of rule of thumb is you kind of give away about 40% and then you keep about 60% for your paid content okay. just as far as value-wise because obviously you don't want people to buy something and go, hey, this is just all the stuff you have in your blog posts. Yeah. Like, you know, there still has to be a bit more like the secret sauce, but you also have to give away enough of it that people go, wow, this is stuff I've never heard before yeah. or this is getting me a little bit of a result. I want to see what else this yeah. person has to offer. Um, so, yeah, I think like a 40, 60 rule is kind of that's – I mean, I know some people do a bit more and some people do a bit less, but that's kind of my rough thing. But generally when I'm coming up with a course, it's normally quite problem-solution-based. So um, I've started doing – whenever someone um, sends me an email – asking me a question, um, I actually save them away somewhere. And also if people are asking questions on blog posts and stuff or on social media, I kind of start taking a note of it. And you'll, you just sort of notice after a while it, there's a trend. Yeah. And so, um, for example, I've had quite a few people ask me recently about how to figure out what kind of product they should do. Mm. Um, so they want to do some kind of product, but, you know, so they don't want to spend all this time on something that doesn't sell and they're not really sure what's going to work for their market. And I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. Maybe I can do a workshop or something around that. And it just sort of, yeah, I just kind of like to be led by where where can I see a problem that I can solve that people are kind of asking for? Because mm-hmm. if people are asking for it as well, then you probably got a pretty good sense that people are going to buy it because you're solving this problem that mm. they have. they have. So that's kind of how I start off anyway. I love oh, that. Good advice. So cool. So what about like when you're, I'm keen to hear like when you collect someone's email address, like how do you like make sure you're nurturing like your list and like you're like keeping in touch with them? Because I find it really interesting like hearing how everyone does that. Uh, well, I'm actually in the process of really simplifying this down right now because I got active campaign about a year ago mm. and I lost my mind a little bit and I made everything way too complicated. <laughs> that is so funny. Because I was just like, oh my God, this thing's so smart. And I can tell if they, you know, ate what they ate for breakfast this morning. So I'm going to send them something related to that. Like, you know, it was, and you just get a little bit carried away. And I've got like a thousand different bloody nurture, nurture sequences wow. going off. If I, and so, and it's confusing everyone. It's confusing me. So I'm, my plan is, and this is just, I've like asked a lot of people this same kind of question, like what seems to work best, but I'm trying to set up like this. So everyone gets their opt-in for whatever it is and I've got a thousand I made way too many opt-ins as well that I went a bit nuts with those I think I've got about 12 different free courses and stuff that people can download um but for each one of those people you know like they get their freebie and they get the welcome email which is related to that as a separate thing Mm -hmm. and then it all kind of comes into like this nurture sequence where it starts off with like I think it's like the first three days every day and then it goes to like every second day for a couple and then like every third day slowly spreads out to like, you know, once a week. But within that, I'm alternating between something that gives really awesome value, something that is a bit more personal, so like sharing a bit of my story, something that I've learned, and then something that hints towards an offer or a product. And if they, um, on those like hint, driven ones if they click on something to get more so it won't actually be necessarily like a hard and fast go buy this thing but it's just like do you want more info on this and I might send them to a blog post but it tags them if they do click on that as being interested in that topic and then I'm going to start bringing in you know follow-up sequences related to that topic which are then you know giving maybe like a discount code or something for a product and that pushes them into a related sales sequence not just selling everything to everybody at all the time 
Oh, I love that. How good so is like smart. segmenting and tagging? So cool. So, so cool. So, 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 cool. so why um, are, like, oh, you go. I was going to, I was going to ask about um, challenges and like what, like has it just been something that just completely failed or just went epically wrong? And like, how did you deal with all that? And I don't know if you want to talk about that, that'd be super interesting. Oh my gosh. I've like totally buggered things up so many times. I love it. Um, oh I just don't think you're a good example um a lot of the time things bugger up because of me Mm. like directly because of me because I'm really forgetful or because you know I've redirected something and then redirected something else or um I do have a tendency of making things way too complicated as well because you start going oh you can do this and this and this and this um I'm just trying to think of like a good example of a total epic fail I know there's a lot of them (laughs) But do you know what? Uh, I think that's the best bit that you can't even remember it because yeah, it's like, like, oh well. It's like you move on. I think it's like through any of your like any business online, like real life, whatever. Or it's all real life, a brick and mortar, whatever it is. Mistakes happen, but it's like looking them as lessons rather than like dwelling on them. So I think it's a good thing you can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I just sorry. I just one of them when I was had um. So with Drop Dead Gorgeous Daily a few years ago, probably about three years ago, it was kind of, no, actually a little bit, maybe four, I don't know. But it was when I was going, okay, it's at that point of like advertising is not what I want to be doing. Let's yeah. try and find another thing. We're getting awesome traffic, like, you know, a couple hundred thousand people every month and we're talking about shopping. So I was like, well, it kind of doesn't make sense to maybe have an online store because if that's what we're doing all day is like sending traffic to other people, why not yeah. send it yeah, to totally. us? Um, so it kind of went we're looking at doing like that, um, you know, like almost staying in that by the day thing. So I didn't want to have a whole bunch of inventory, but I was like, let's have like a, one cool new thing a day that people can buy for that day only. And so I was, you know, started sourcing stuff off little retailers on Etsy and yeah. off, you know, oh, just like look at stuff on Etsy and email them and say, yeah. can I sell your stuff? Um, yeah. And then also like going through like Alibaba and trolling for oh, yeah. cool, cool, but not too junky stuff from yeah, China yeah. and, you know, it was this whole big thing and I just massively, again, it was one of those things I go, here's an idea, let's go do it. And I don't put probably as much time into thinking about the repercussions as I should. <laughs> um, and it just became this monster of just the amount of time that it was taking up because, yeah. you know, you've got to find the product, you've got to get it sent to you, you've got to photograph it, you've got to set up all the other stuff. Um, it was, yeah, it was quite massive and I was sitting there packing orders every day and realizing oh that the profit of each order was like $2.50 and I was oh like this God. you know this is just not way too high basket so um kind of like I sat down and I did a bit of a spreadsheet of okay to be able to make this actually make enough money for the effort to be worthwhile and to make it actually sustainable as in like getting people into help and stuff like that how much does it actually need to earn how much traffic you know how much so therefore, like, what percentage growth do I need to make that? And it was so big. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm out. I'm getting out yeah. of this now. So, yeah, I think that only lasted about three months. Wow. That was my, that's my big stuff up. Yeah, cool. That's so cool. But, like, it's cool because, like, you gave it a try. Like, you you might have always been wondering what if, like, you know, what if I could have started a shop? Maybe that would have been the best thing, but you tried it and it didn't work and then you tried something different and it did. Yeah, well, I think I think all the things that I've tried, I always try and keep the overheads and like the initial outlay cost wise pretty lean. And so, you know, it didn't like I probably lost a few thousand dollars, but I didn't like it did cripple me. It didn't, you know. Yeah. So that was 
disappointing, but fine. Exactly. You learn, you go, no. And now I do have a little bit more of a process in place, just a tiny one of if I'm, I'm going to go do something, it's like, all right, how much time is this actually realistically going to take? Maybe double it just in case because I'm yeah. always a big underestimator of these <laughs> things. And, you know, is therefore, is it going to be worthwhile? And it's kind of, yeah, it's been a good lesson. That is good advice. I think advice. that is such good advice. I mean, like, I think as, like, having your own business online, like, you always – you have all these new ideas all the time. And sometimes it's like, which idea do I go for first? But, like, having a little process would really help all that because, gosh, I think we've done that before. Like, <laughs> shit, that took, like, triple the time we were meant to – we, like, allocated. Oh. So It always takes so much longer. Yeah, always. Longer. It's like that's so easy. I do that in one day, 10 days and later. And you put like 20 things in your one day and you're like, I'm going to get all that done on Monday. And it's like, damn it, I got one thing done. Yeah, and you keep just moving the to-dos yeah. to the next day oh and the gosh, next day. Oh, my gosh, you do it all the time. Oh, without Trello board. I'm like, I'm just going to do that to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I do exactly the same thing. That is oh, so funny. Okay. What are your favourite, like, online tools, like, for – um, what's that word? Efficiency? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think, like, if you guys said you're Trello lovers, we'll probably have to have a bit of a smackdown because I'm an Asana person and I know it's kind of like east side, west side kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I love Asana mostly because it has unicorns, I feel yeah, like. If, if Trello had – yeah, they just – they got me at the unicorns and now I can never leave. <laughs> I feel like we – I think if we hadn't have gone to Trello first and then I knew about the unicorns, I would have yeah, definitely gone with Asana. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also a very good tool, but unicorns, <laughs> like, you know, that's... <laughs> unicorns win. Always. Um, also, I'm obsessed with Active Campaign. Yeah, um, yeah. I know a lot of people love ConvertKit. I've never tried it, but I think those two seem to be, like, the new, the two cool kids at the moment. Yeah, and then we use um, Drip, which I think that's coming up to be, like, the same as Active Campaign. Yeah, because they're adding more oh, cool. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's so great now. Like it used to be you had Infusionsoft and Entreport and like minimum spend of 500 bucks a month and so many people just couldn't afford that. Yeah. But now you can be bootstrapping and have like these crazy smart tools for like 10 bucks a month so or starting cool. it, to, you know, it's awesome. I love yeah. the internet. Um, hashtag AC for life. <laughs> <laughs> get a tattooed, get a tattooed. I was thinking that. I was like, going, but, but I get like a free membership if I get this tattoo. <laughs> totally put that out there. Tell awesome. yeah. Um, What else? Uh, like I love um, Zapier or Zapier mm-hmm. or whatever it is yeah. and If This and That, like just all the automation-y things. Um, you are being oh, and such Slash. a nerd on, online. I'm like so – I love everything that you do. <laughs> Like, I wish I was like when you said Zapier, I was like, I wish I did that. Like, we need to learn that. We have like a couple zaps set up, but like, it's like, oh, we should do that. What zaps do you have set up? Um, well, I've got a lot of them are actually because my annoyingly my membership software and which is Member Mouse, Uh um, uh, which is pretty good, but it's does not talk nicely to Active Campaign, uh, so I've actually got yeah. a lot of zaps there, um, which is kind of like a workaround. So, like yeah. adding if someone subscribe, you know, signs up for something or and then refunds, like that kind of thing, it doesn't take them out of the list automatically. So yeah. annoyingly, I have to use um, that for that. So it's like thirty just there. Right. Um, but also, like for bookkeeping, I have a um, a zap set up that if I 
put so any um, email receipts that I get sent, um, I put them into a folder called receipts. Funnily enough, but um, it automatically they get added into the Dropbox that I share with my bookkeeper through Zapier. Like that's just another kind of amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, I was I was pretty excited when I found <laughs> I, I love it so much. I know. It's just like, wow. It's, can, and it's so worth the effort of setting them up because, like, once you set up stuff like that, it's like, boom, it's done. Yeah. Now it just works. Yeah. And the other one that I've um, found really helpful is I have created a hashtag for myself on um, Instagram. So sometimes you, know, you share stuff to Instagram and it would totally be fine on Facebook and other times not so much. Yeah. But if you're using like a schedule or something to send stuff to Instagram, you can't generally also say, please also send this to Facebook. Yeah. So I've just created a hashtag, which um, so there's a zap that checks to see if any new things on Instagram have that hashtag on my account. And if they do, then they'll also post it to Facebook. Whoa, that's crazy. So just, you know, just these little things that save you like a minute here, a minute there, it all adds up. Oh, yeah, totally. totally. I love that. So um, I know we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask you, like, do you, like, use VAs or outsource any of your stuff with your businesses? Oh, yeah, yes, yes everything as much as I can <laughs> so good um, yeah pretty much so like I, so I've got a VA who's almost full-time now and I'm in the process of getting a second one and I'm actually going to have them almost set up like a job sharey kind of thing because about like a month ago um my VA's dad passed away really suddenly so she needs to take three weeks off obviously because oh. she was you know devastated yeah. but then you know I was like oh, my God, I have to do all this stuff that she oh was doing. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah that's a good um, point. Yeah, so I, and I spoke just to a friend of mine who used to work in HR and she's now actually an entrepreneur and she said, no, no, you need to have, like you need to do twinning when you're doing VAs. Oh. Like you need to actually have two of them that each know each other's job just in case. Oh, that's so smart. So that's really that, smart. That's my new project. Oh, we might actually think put that on the list because we have one full time VA, but yeah. Oh my gosh, Anne can never leave us. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine if like they got pregnant and they want oh to go gosh. away. You know, he's like, no, you can't leave. You know how you know more about my business now than I do. Yeah, <laughs> I would be devastated. We love Anne. No. <laughs> okay, oh, it's been like so amazing chatting to you and like finding out more about your businesses, and you've shared so much amazing knowledge yeah. i know so many people are going to be like oh writing so many notes and inspired to take action yes to like add new tools and automate more yeah you're freaking the best automate so, everything automate everything yes <laughs> automate and delegate um yes so tell everybody where they can find more information about you and everything you do yeah, well, uh, yeah, come over to secretbloggersbusiness.com. Um, I've got a bazillion different freebies, as I already mentioned. There's a tab called freebies. They're all under there, but I've got lots of stuff on how to, you know, how to plan out your blogging year, how to um, start monetizing your blog, all that stuff, loads of cool freebies. So if you want to come and check that out, it's secretbloggersbusiness.com. Just sign Yay. up for all 12. <laughs> Just sign up for all of them. Just get all of it. <laughs> all the emails. Um, and lastly, what is the one mantra you're living by right at this moment, Kate? Um, oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it would have to be, uh, keep it simple, stupid. That's yeah. kind of what I'm coming back to now. Cause I, like I get, I've definitely overcomplicated far too many things. So back to just simple, 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 simple. I, love as- it. I think that is such good advice as well. And like in everything, it's like, you know what, like we can all chill out and still like get all the goals done and get everything done and yeah. and just enjoy the process. 
Yeah, it doesn't have to all happen this week. Yeah. Like there's plenty of time. Boom. Yeah, I love it. Oh, oh. So good. Thank you so much, Kate. It's been so much fun chatting to you on Merry Beers. And we're going to have to get you back on because I feel like there's like so many yeah. more topics we could talk about. Ah, I would love that. <laughs> it's, been so, it's been so fun talking to you guys too. Yay! <laughs> Another huge thank you to Kate for coming on the show. It was so much fun having you and chatting all things blogging and business. I know we got lots of action steps from that and we hope you did too. So if you loved that episode, be sure to check out all the other 47 episodes that we have. There is some real gold hidden in there. So go back and listen to them and you'll be sure to be inspired. And if you are loving the podcast, We would love you to give us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening at. It makes everybody else see the podcast more and it just really helps us and makes us so super happy. So yay, hope you have the best day ever and we will be chatting to you next week. Yay! Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you